How you doing, jerk-offs? It is me, Daniel Muggleton, coming to you live from the City of Angels. Oh yeah, Los Angeles, California. I'm over here having having a little holiday, have, like aging, turning 30. Yeah, going to do that in Las Vegas because I am trash, and I think that is pretty funny. Uh, no, so I'm sorry about the audio quality. On this bit, I promise you, the episode itself sounds its usual perfect pitch, but uh, I couldn't bring my podcasting equipment with me, so I've had to record this through the laptop. Please do forgive me, because we have a great guest today, the very funny Phil Wang. Uh, Phil Wang, if you're a UK person, you will know very well, uh, he's been all over the TV and if you're an Australian listening to this, uh, he's been at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival last couple of years, seen on the gala, sold out shows, and he's even popped up on Netflix doing a cheeky little 15 on the stand-ups because Netflix loves metrics and they realize most people watch comedy specials for about 15 minutes. Wait, did I say comedy specials? Speaking of... Have you seen it yet? Have you seen my comedy special available now worldwide on Amazon Prime? It is called Let's Never Hang Out. If you could check it out, that would be dope. Uh, And if you like it, please do give it a little review, a little star rating, because, well, in the UK it's going well. Eight reviews, five stars, every single one. In the US and Australia, not so much. One person gave me one star because they accidentally bought the product and that has brought my whole average down. So I want to keep it high. I want to keep it right up there because that gets more eyeballs on the special. Um, Thank you, as always, to Comedy Dynamics for putting that out there. Uh, If you are based in London, there's another Australian Comedians Dope Comedy Show coming up on the 2nd of June at Backyard Comedy Club. It is our one-year anniversary show which means I've been in London for like 18 months now. So coming over here, listening to Americans talk is very fucking weird. Whereas back in the day, I think I was much more used to an American accent than an English accent. I think it's flipped. I think it has flipped, but that's okay because I'm getting a tan. I'm currently wearing a hat backwards and I'm shirtless because I'm trying to assimilate because I know the American government doesn't like too much diversity at the moment. So I want to fit the fuck in. I want to keep it 100 American. But I don't want to drag this intro out. It's a great chat, a brief chat with the very funny Phil Wang. Talk about you can talk about your bad attitude first if you like. My, if, that, I, if that's how you want to begin, I don't. I don't know. I think I've started to take life for granted. Started to take life for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've started to take everything for granted. Well, that's like, that's like a heavy start. This is this is like the mid morning, the sun shining, and you're like, I've taken life for granted. Yeah, a little bit. But like, what aspect? Not like the whole thing. Not like I'm gonna live forever. Are you, are you there? That'd be an interesting place to be. Where? I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna live forever, guy. Yeah, I reckon that'd be pretty depressing if you found out you're gonna live forever. 
Yeah, then you'd quite rightly take life for granted. Mm. Your life, certainly. Yeah. But like, I, I figured you weren't taking life for granted because I, I know that what, what, we're, what I'm cutting into here is like pre-Pilates. Oh, yeah, I'm going, think, I'm going to Pilates in about 45 minutes. I think a person in Pilates is not taking anything for granted. Not flexibility, not life, not health. Um, I, I, I had to start getting proper back pain before I did it, though. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a reactive move than a proactive one. That was like me with quitting smoking. I used to get like real bad stomach shit. And oh, really? Like, oh, you're so brave for quitting. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, what, I, what, I am. <laughs> what was happening to your stomach? Just like just real kind of weird cramps and like it was called a gastritis. Gastroenteritis? Gastroenteritis? No, just just gastritis. gastritis. Just Ga- like gas- one. Gas right into it. Gas- yeah, just like yeah, just basically like you can get it for just having a really bad diet as well. Mm. But like I would just get it from smoking, and I tried to like cut down my drinking. I tried to eat better, and nothing helped. And then I got rid of smoking, and I just immediately felt heaps better. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I I quit smoking about it year or two ago yeah do you miss it still i still i still miss the act of it but not anything else yeah i miss i miss the routines i miss the paraphernalia and yeah and the rhythms of it i miss stepping outside i I miss saying to a girl you're gonna get a have a cigarette and going outside and taking a break and having a chat and the the cold hum (laughs) of a london night (laughs) This and is fucking poetry to me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is all the good stuff. This is exactly what I miss. But I'm at the stage now where I, I don't enjoy the actual smoking and I can very easily say no thank you, even when I'm drunk now. Um, I, 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 I went like turkey. I was like, I've not had a single one Oh yeah, I just break since. That's very impressive. I, I've, I've regressed a few times with the, the odd one here and there. Yeah. But they're getting rarer and rarer. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm hitting... I think my smoking is um an asymptote you know mm. that i'm approaching yeah whereas i'll 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 probably still have a few in my life but they're getting <laughs> more and more spread out yeah i get you. and the occasion has to be greater and greater and greater to warrant it and that's interesting yeah i like that so like a birthday yeah yeah, your birthday or someone else's? Like <laughs> Any, anyone's birthday. <laughs> anyone's like birthday. Like when the Google comes up with an image because it's some yeah. f- famous dead person's birthday. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll roll one up then. But aside from that, it has to be very special. Yeah, you're like, bang, I'll have a dart. I'm just birthday. very good at now. Yeah, I like a dart. That's the Australian word for That's it, right? Australian word. I like dart. And durry as well. Did you get around durry? Oh, yeah, I heard durry. Yeah. Is that derived from dart? I, th- I assume so. A diary. I, I don't think we would have just come up with it. <laughs> I don't know. Australians are pretty skilled at just coming up with anything with a Y after it. But we shorten. That's our thing. We gotta. We gotta. We can't. We we never happened upon anything that wasn't there before. You know, the whole Australian experience is there was something, and then we took it and made it our own, <laughs> and got rid of some of it. Hey, yeah. come on, Short, shortened <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, well, I, I'm now good at reminding myself how bad I'll feel the the morning after. It. Even one cigarette now. That's interesting. I definitely like. I'm not a. I'm not a morning after guy. I'm like. I'm always like. Ah, like you know, like, drinking. I like. I'll keep going. What and do you I'm, mean? Like I like. I don't think about the next day. Oh yeah. No, I'm like. I, no, I'm in this now. I'm, yeah. I'm tunnel. Yeah. I, I'm not very good at living in the present. I guess, but it has its benefits. <laughs> Foresight being one of them. Yeah. This this has been this has been a deep start to this chat. I've liked it. Yeah. This is just how I talk now. I, really. Yeah. I've ne- I've never been good at. You've gotten deep. I, I, I don't want to be one of those bores who says, oh, I just, I don't get small talk. <laughs> as if that's, 
as if that's just not a lack of skill. A lack of skill? Yeah, because small talk is a skill. It's an important skill. That's true. But I, I just think, yeah, that's like a, what is it? A platitude. Like, I don't get small talk. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> you're you're yeah. just wasting time. Small talk is just politeness, isn't it? I think so. I like a good chat. I got, I got, my girlfriend accuses me of like flirting with like weight stuff. Male, female. Like this ain't. Oh, this, yeah. This yeah. Ain't, it's like an actual flirting. She's just like, stop being so nice to the weight stuff. I, they, I'm, I'm like, I'm often your girlfriend in those situations. Uh, but that, it's I'll, nice. It's just nice to talk to them. Like I always feel people. like. But they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I, that I'm testing their patience. That they'd rather not talk. Maybe this is. Uh, this betrays my own low self-esteem. Yeah, you're like projecting. You're like, oh God. I wouldn't want to talk to me, so why would these people? But yeah, like, They probably but, just want to get on with their jobs. But one, one of the things I know about you is you love, you love, a, love a meal. You're, I love a meal, sure. Yeah. Who doesn't? You're like, you're like enthusiastic about the food, so I thought that would translate to the restaurant experience. Like, you'd want to be a part of it. You'd want to be like, what's in that? Sure, like, sure. Get the chat going. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and if I'm at a fancy place where uh you know where they're like career waiters then sure but if it's like a chain place where it's it looks like it's just a job yeah then i I don't want to bother them and i I sort of imagine i mean i'm being very presumptuous imagining they're not interested in In, the same in you in your chat in me or in the food or anything (laughs) and i'm not really a talkative person anyway not a really talkative person, says Phil Wang, comedian. And like, I've, I've, done, I've done the research. I've looked you up. You seem like you've been performative for a while. Mm. But I want to I get into one thing before we jump into that, which is Australia. Oh, yeah. You knew Dart, which means you've been to Australia a bit. Yeah. This is, this is some proper knowledge. I got back from Australia, what's it, two weeks ago now? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for a while at Melbourne Festival for a month. Uh, and before Melbourne, I went to Canberra and Gold Coast. And then after, I went to Sydney. Okay. What's yeah, your, yeah. What was your number one? Did you have a number one city? Well, Melbourne is like one of my favorite cities on earth. Really? Yeah, it's just great. I mean, the food's amazing. Yeah. Uh, beautiful people. Uh, every, every neighborhood is a cool neighborhood. Okay. Even like the center of town is cool. Melbourne CBD is the best CBD in Australia, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, other CBDs are pretty grim. (laughs) Yeah. For non-Aussies, a CBD is... A central business district. Yeah. The main bit of town. It's far from just business, baby. The inner city. Mm. I love a little grid system. love a grid. Well, Sydney's no grid. I'm a Sydney boy. Ah. I I, I resent the grid. But I came to really like Sydney this time around. Every time I go, I like it a bit more. I really liked it this time. And you were up in Surrey Hills, which is such a beautiful spot. And where I used to where I used to live. Oh yeah, 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 man. Yeah, Surrey Hills is nice. Surrey Hills, shout out Surrey Hills, Redfern, the good areas, the good hoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I went to the Opera House again. Did the Opera House a couple of times. So you performed in the Opera House. Yeah, in the Opera House. I did it once last year, then twice this year. Does that? have any cultural significance to you do you kind of feel it are you kind of like ooh, this is big yeah when we visited it the first time because it's some one of those things that you see photos of all the time that's what i was going to say and it's like think, a postcard venue yeah and yeah. you think ah it's not all that but it's not until you really go there that you realize it's magnificence and, <laughs> and its uniqueness yeah and just how great a venue it is i mean i think it's designed so that you don't actually don't need a microphone to be heard right you know it's for it's for uh opera Right. Yeah, uh, but you know the story of the designer. 
the uh, Danish guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who they when they started to when they just when they're about to finish building it, it was a sort of a national embarrassment. Yeah. The opera house. Because everyone hated it. They hated Everyone's it. Like, this is gross. And they exiled him. Yes. And they hid porn in his luggage. They put porn in his they luggage. They put porn in his luggage. Which I don't know this bit. Then found so that he wouldn't be allowed back. <laughs> and what, a, wa- what a time it was. He wasn't invited to the opening ceremony and he never, yeah. he never ever saw it again. Yeah, but did, there was the, the one thing I knew was that they were going to get him back because he didn't do the inside. Like he didn't do the fit out. Right. Because of the embarrassment thing. They like didn't do like the inside so it wasn't designed to his specifications so they haven't really nailed the acoustics yeah i think they later did do it his, his inside design his interior well designs. he was gonna and he died ah yeah ah. the tragedy i forget his name i should know his fucking name it's like jorn <laughs> jorn opera horse <laughs> i we shouldn't make fun of the dead oh, actually it doesn't matter no, the first people should make fun of the dead. I thought we're making fun of Scandinavian people, which I'm all for. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like making fun of a Swede. Yeah, fuck it, get him. Like, <laughs> feel no guilt. None. Absolutely none. Um, but yeah, so do you, do you like Australia? Do you like performing in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, Melbourne is quite a london kind of town, I think. They're, they're yeah. Quite similar. Sydney, they're a little more up for it and a little more raucous and a little more... Uh, yeah. I think we're angry in Sydney. We got more. We got more emotion. Things are slightly more expensive. There's slightly more of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The streets are a lot of one-way Less streets. Children. We're kind of like, eh, we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, I got that vibe. But we were there for um, Anzac Day. Mm. Did you do two up? Yes, we went to see two up, Amazing. which is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Do you want to describe? So two up is it's coin flipping, and it's it's, flipping. you gamble on a coin flip. In a crowd, and it's legal for one day of the year. Correct. Sun Anzac up to sundown. Day. Yeah, sun up to sundown on Anzac Day. Yeah. And you, it's completely unregulated, so you just you just make bets with each other in the crowd as someone on stage flips two coins. I used to be the guy. I spent the, three um, Anzac days as the flip the guy. The tosser? Yeah. It was not in the, the spinner. spinner. The spinner. Yeah, 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 I thought you were having a go at me, calling me a tosser. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Look, light me up my own home, that's fine. Um, light me up. Yeah. What? No? I've not heard that phrase. What? Fuck off. That light me up. You must have heard that in Australia. No, like, is Jesus. that like make fun of me? Yeah. Light, light me, me up. up. Yeah. Wow. That's very charming. I, like <laughs> I think we have quite good turns of phrase. Like, I don't think Definitely. we're known... For being particularly like eloquent, but I think we we turn a phrase. You're well. the Shakespeare's of the Southern Hemisphere, and I've always said this. <laughs> always, it said it for many years. I said it every. I said it before I went. Since 1990, Phil Wang's been saying it. <laughs> um, no, okay. So that did you? One thing I was going to ask: Did you find in Australia you had a more Asian crowd? Because I don't know where England keeps Asian people when I say Asian I mean East Asian yeah exactly and yeah, it um, genuinely bothers me a little bit it's disconcerting isn't it yeah, yeah. there are so many more um, following Asians great uh, whereas here you get more uh, Nish Kumar Ramesh Ranganathan yeah Shah Asians uh, and like did they come out to see you because like yeah they did a whole bunch did because like, I did a split bill with a Korean dude and just the the number of Asians in the crowd just like doubled from any other gig <laughs> I've ever done well, I think like they're, getting... they're looking for it. Like they're just in Australia being like, can we see some Asians on stage, please? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, th- I swear in the past, Asians didn't really come out at all. Um, <laughs> just, they just stayed home. Yeah, pretty much. But now, <laughs> uh, now that uh, there are more and more East Asians in uh, the media and public culture and yeah. film, TV and stuff, I think more and more are going out, which is great. They're coming out. And so I, I, I had a bunch of brothers and sisters in over the month. Mm. And even now in London, you know, more and more. 
Which you get great. more in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Do you like it? Do you like? Do you feel like a, more of a shorthand because you grew up Malaysia? In Malaysia, yeah. Yeah, and Brunei, which I really want to fucking talk to you about. Uh, uh, yeah, I, w- I went to boarding school in Brunei for two years. That that's like the most exotic experience I've ever had. Really. Boarding school in like, Brunei. Brunei is like the most boring country on earth. I know that, but just like, not like, I would argue you're the only person I've met <laughs> who's gone to boarding school in Brunei. Oh, really? I don't think I know anyone who's been to Brunei, let alone yeah, boarding school. I didn't know they did boarding schools in Brunei. They had one. They had one. Yeah. Were yeah. you like literally the only boarding school? Uh, well, it's a tiny, tiny country. I think we were the only boarding school. Wow. I think so. Actually, they, they, mm, yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, so what, what ages was that? When were you in the Brunei? 14 to 16. For so GCSEs. a couple of years. Yeah, 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 it was a wonderful time. Really? Oh, yeah, I loved it, yeah. Why? Give me, what is it even like? Because it... I was just in there with all these international uh, people. Because Brunei is a bit of um, a focal point for a bunch of different, different nationalities. Because uh, there's oil there and the British Army. Um, ah. the, it's still technically in a state of war. With, I think... Indonesian communists or something like this <laughs> and so the British army is still there still stationed there and there are Gurkhas so they're Nepalese people uh, yeah. the oil brings in uh, uh, Brits uh, Nigerians there are a good few Nigerians right. um, Aussies Kiwis were there for the teaching and uh, and so you, you had all I had friends from all over the world right and you're just in this school with like very international mm. classmates. Mm-hmm. Did did you did you do much outside the school? Like did you just roll around Brunei? Was it like in a city where you're in the country? Really. Uh, we were not in the city. No, we we just lived in the boarding house, and then you walked to school and walked back to the boarding house. And on the weekends, I'd go stay with one of the friends who lived elsewhere in Brunei. But um, no, it wasn't exactly a raw looking country. <laughs> but living with your your friends and stuff was fun. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and they were but- like. Why did you end up in Bruno? Is it just like they offered like the GCSEs that you wanted to yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. And it's the best school. It's on, it's on Borneo. So yeah. it's very close to where I grew up, really. What's, what's the commute? Like Malaysia to Bruno? It's a 45 minute flight. Oh, wow. That is closer than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, like going, it's like going to Scotland. It's like going to Edinburgh from, from London yeah. or something. Like, no way. Yeah, 45 minutes. Jeez, that's Sydney to Melbourne. That's quite close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And do, do you like... Because I didn't know that Brunei was like a former British colony. Obviously, I always like to get into that um, when I do, do the podcast. You knew Jackoff, mm. you know? Got it. They, they had their independence in 1994. 1994? 1984. Oh, 1984. That's still later than I thought it was. Yeah. Because it's still... It's like, they weren't part of... They were just a protectorate then. Is that right? Look, I didn't do the... I didn't go oh. that deep in the research. <laughs> I looked at the independence. I didn't go like what type of... How they were connected to the Commonwealth. I should have, all right? I was juicing. I was making juice. Yeah, thank you for the juice. That's okay. Delicious juice. But see, I, I, this is what I mean about your food thing. The reason I'm aware of that is because I felt like more pressure than like a regular person. Because, like, you know, people like like food, you feel like there's more pressure when really probably you're just going to appreciate it more. Exactly. I just like everything pretty much. Yeah. I'm really not fussy. I hate fussy eaters. The fussy eaters. boring people in the world, yeah. Fussy eaters. Like do, you, do you cook as well as review? Yeah, or? sure. Yeah? Oh, I'll wow. Cook. That was that was the full wang voice. Sorry, right now you've made me very angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't cook as much as I should, really. But um, I love going... Hey, don't get me wrong. I love going to a restaurant. Love going to a restaurant? I love going to restaurants. Uh, I like to cook. I love wine. I'm getting into wine. Trying to like pair wines with foods and stuff. I think oh, it's yeah. really fun. 
Uh, this is this is some good like middle age, yeah, man, kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that like Pilates, pairing wine. I was born middle age, basically. I think. Yeah, you know, you know, man. Well, you got you got a, you got an old man's voice, L- like literally. Yeah, just like your accent, I cannot for the life of me. That's why I was like really interested, like where you grew up and stuff, because I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a children's book. <laughs> a children's book yeah my like accent. It's, yeah it's got like this real kind of like little like built-in whimsy and it's very expressive <laughs> you know what i mean oh, if you're, if you're I, I never thought, of, i thought my voice was very boring really yeah it's very dull oh no that's not that's not what i'm hearing oh that's good i don't know because that yeah because i was like looking it up because you grew up mostly in malaysia mm. and like you know i don't want to i, I still wanna... spent most of my life in malaysia yeah like and i don't want to tell tales out of school but that's not a malaysian accent that's not what that is uh yeah it, it's sort of an international school accent so it's, it sounds quite american at times but it's it's gotten more and more british as i've, I've as i've lived here yeah um uh but the malaysians started to come back and if i go back to malaysia if i speak to malaysians it comes it comes out that's interesting yeah. i definitely get more australian when i hang out with australians Oh yeah! I just start dropping G's and like you know. Really... You dropped a G just then. You just said dropping. I just start dropping G's. Yeah, because I was thinking about hanging out <laughs> oh, with Australians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. No, but it's funny how that. I think everybody gets that. Like, you just kind of get more comfortable in that, and you kind of want to be a part of that group again. So like your yeah. brain just automatically switches it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I was doing shows with this like Australian YouTube guys, like country Australian. And by the end of that, I was coming back here being like, fuck, man, so good to be here. <laughs> uh, honestly, so fucking good. Jeez. Oh, um, shit house. Yeah. I love shit house. Shit house is my favorite really? Australianism, I think. Shit house. You get fuckhead. I really like fuckhead. Is that not everywhere? It's quite Australian, fuckhead. Okay. Yeah, fuckhead. Yeah. Uh, Reese Nicholson says fuckhead a lot and it's <laughs> really funny. All right, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> shit house is really good. Yeah. Did you get any other ones like Fang or anything like that? Like Fang? Fang yeah. Like I could be like Fangus, Fangus a dart would be like, give me a cigarette. Fang. Fang. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't hear Fang. You can also be like in a car being like Fang it means like drive fast. Um, uh, cooked. Cooked? I learned cooked. I love cooked. I think cooked is probably my favorite at the moment. Really? Australian slang. Cooked it. Absolutely cooked it. Oh no. I, I also go with like, oh man, I, I'm so cooked. Like as in I'm, I'm wrecked. Like I'm drunk, whatever. Just like, but it can I'm also cooked. mean like something's cool. Like that's cooked. You can't. No, that's definitely not true. Really? No. I swear someone told me that you could, it's you like, know, that's cooked. It's yeah. Nice cooked. No. That's, that's so a, it's always negative. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, I th- someone told me that it could be positive. I, I think, I think someone may, may have been lying to you. I mean, that's, that I think is probably the great Australian attribute we lie about our country. Like I've started doing it. I've started over here. I just drink Fosters now just because oh, I want to fuck with people. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I can get through it, but just like, yeah, people are like, what? I thought Australians don't drink Fosters. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's all we drink. <laughs> That's how I live now. <laughs> now climb on my pouch. And I <laughs> but yeah, did like, before you'd come to Australia the first time, did you have like many expectations of it? Like as mm-hmm. a, as a Malaysian or a Brit? I'd visited it once as a child. I'd gone to Perth. A lot of Malaysians go to Perth. Really? Mm. What, do, what do Malaysians dig about Perth? Just like the beaches and shit? Like I don't know. Well, they live there. Well, they visit. I know. I think it's just so. It's in a way sort of the the closest uh, opportunity for a Western life. Yeah, sure. While staying pretty close to home. I get you. You know, it's literally right on the western tip. Yeah, it's about as close as Malaysia as you can be in Australia. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know really. But there are a lot of um, a lot of Malaysians there. But um, aside from that, I've not been to the other parts of uh, Australia. I was expecting it to be. I think I'm expecting it to be a lot more sort of rough and ready, a little more Wild West. Yeah. But it. But because of where I went, namely Melbourne, I was quite surprised just how sort of European it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not like. I mean that 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 is not typical to, for the country. You don't obviously. think? Well, Melbourne, no. I don't think Melbourne's... Obviously not. I, I mean, think, the, poli- the politics of Australia would indicate that. I, I think Melbourne and Sydney are very, like, work pretty much the same. And then there's, yeah. like, the rest, which is a bit... But even so, like, I think we're kind of portrayed definitely more like, oh, yeah, it's, like, rough down there. Like, you know, blokes are singlets fighting each other. It's like, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. It's not like take that. a drink outside, dude. Like, come on. Like, Saturday night in London, in England, is rougher than... 100%. Saturday night in Australia, easily. 100%. Easily, yeah. Especially once you get out of, like, central London. Like, you're going, like, through, like, Leeds and Manchester and shit. People are, like... People are fucking just screaming. <laughs> yeah. Just scream in the street. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm just like, how... How is this okay with everybody? Like, the train? You ever been on, like, the last train to anywhere? Mm. And it's just, like, the drunkest motherfuckers you've ever seen in your life. But, like, it's not, it's not like a bunch of 16 to 25-year-olds. It's just like 43 year old like husbands and wives just yeah. screaming at each other. It's really horrible. Over rosé. Really horrible. But like if I lived there though, I would drink also. Like in those like Yeah, this is like the one I was thinking of was Southport to Manchester just going through all these like Fuck Southport, yeah. Just like going through all these towns that just like I couldn't even attempt to spell them. They're just like these dumb like English names like <laughs> like Nay Le Sa and you're like, oh great. Like, <laughs> if I live there, I'd be fucking ripped too. You know, like Jesus. Because yeah, at least Australia, like, if you live in those country towns, like at least it's pretty. At least there's like some nature and some you weather sp- and Yeah, you got space and Yeah. This is just like, yeah, just commuting to Manchester from a village and you're like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, you live central London, right? You're like yeah, I live pretty central. I'm I'm trying to move out though. Trying to get out. Yeah, trying yeah, to get into the sticks. Yeah, a little bit. Well, not stick sticks, but just some distance from the center would be nice. A little quiet. Zone, zone and some three. sense of community. Community. Mm, oh no. man, I yeah, I I miss that from Sydney actually. Because like where I used to live, like you'd walk down the street and like the cafes kind of be like you'd make eyes. They'd be like Daniel. No, nah, come on, like, oh. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> I wish that'd be cool. Like I'm the fucking fonts. Everyone's psyched. <laughs> uh, no, but just like people would remember you. Whereas like here, like I've been here like pretty much the whole time I've been in London. So like 18 months and like, even though if I go to the same place, like not a single person like recognizes me from having been to that place previously. Or if they do recognize you, they don't care. Yeah. They're just like, we, we don't want to put this on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing I've had is like people recognize me from shows. Oh yeah. Like, which is terrifying. Cause that's the thing. Like London, you assume like, peak anonymity as like a performer or whatever because there's just so many people here mm-hmm. and then like people recognize you know it like, must have been bad and <laughs> <laughs> mustn't have liked it to play it that way i am um, i had my first uh um getting recognized in an annoying i was annoyed by being recognized for the like the first time the other night annoyed yeah so what? Because usually I I I've started to get recognized more and more, and uh, I I it's always usually great. Like I yeah. love it. <laughs> I like taking photos of people. I like that people recognize me. I like that people you know like my stuff, whatever. 
But uh, on Saturday night, I was heading somewhere, and there were just these two d- drunk guys. Mm. Just like, Phil Wang! Ah, yeah, uh, uh, I saw you uh, on uh, Rose Battle. I was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, and they're like, it was shit. And I just went, oh, you didn't like it? And they went, nah, it was good. That kind of just boring, <laughs> dumbass guy. It's like, oh, fine. And I ended up on the same carriage as him. Uh, and they started doing this annoying thing where they were saying out loud, uh, "Has he been on? Uh, has he been on uh, Mock the Week? No, no, he hasn't been on. Mock, he's not good enough to be on Mock the Week." <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there looking at my phone, pretending that I can't, because I and I thought, should I get off for the next stop and change carriage? But I don't want them to see me defeated like that. Yeah. So I just stayed there until I got to my stop, and eventually they came and sat next to me, and they're like asking me about. I don't know, Al Murray or whatever. And I said, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> got off. And, and then as I was getting off, they said, someone, one of them said, hey, tell James Acaster that... And I just like, I just blocked it out of my ear. Yeah. And that was the first time I've been like... That's really and, shitty, though, I think. Oh, yeah. But they just they were just pissed. But like, there's, there's being pissed. And there's like, that just seems like... So annoying, like really intentionally as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like doing doing your inner monologue. Like, is he being a mock the wig? Oh, probably not good enough. You're like, oh, cool. You don't think I have those thoughts already, bro? <laughs> like, <come laughs> Why are you outsourcing this shit? Also, like you're in your mid twenties. Why don't you have the chat of like? Uh, oh, they're in mid twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they're like I, our age. I had them like forty five. Exactly. I mean, that's how they sounded. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. You got a couple of decades left before you're this fucking lame. Yeah, weird. Wow, yeah. I, so most interactions are positive, though. Most people yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. excited people, to see you. Yeah, they like you. They politely ask for a photo, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I guess yeah. you like recognizable. You got a you got a strong look. Oh, thanks, man. I think I don't have much of a jaw. You've got a quite a good jaw. I don't have a jaw. Oh, thank you. Sure. I've never I've never had my jaw complimented before, so mm. I'm gonna remember this. Oh yeah, no problem. Maybe it's the facial hair. The facial hair, definitely. definitely. I don't <laughs> I don't have the option of of that. You can't can't facial hair? No, cannot. I've been working on this one for about three months. Uh, yeah, and nothing. Nothing, nothing. No shadow? You can't shadow? Can't no. moustache? The thing is, I grow enough that I have to shave it. Yeah. But not enough that it would come to anything. So I'm in this perfect um, sour spot. I don't, know what the op- <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of a sweet spot is. A bitter spot. I'm in this bitter spot. I like sour spot. I enjoy Sour that. spot? Okay. Yeah. I'm in the sour spot of, I have to shave. Yeah. Uh, but... It's not a choice between two pleasing aesthetics. Yeah. It's just maintenance. It's just cleaning. It's just cleaning? Mm. It's just a chore. That's mm, all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like if, yeah, just like if you, if you let a place get really dirty, like you don't sweep for a while, mm. it's going to turn into a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to turn into a nice carpet. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's just, it's, no, it's just shit again. Um, interesting. Wait, so you were, you were GCSE's Bruno. Yeah. yeah then yeah. you moved to Bath. That's right. Was that with the fam or on your own? Uh, Mum and sisters moved there like a year before I went out. What, a, what about the dad? Where's the dad? Well, he splits his time between Malaysia and, and Bath. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you go back to Malaysia? Do you visit? Some, uh, like once every two years. I think I have to go back at the end of this year for a wedding. Yeah. But uh, I, try, I, don't, I don't really go, go back very much anymore. Don't, don't dig it? No, I, I've had, I had my fill really. And I'm yeah. not a very nostalgic person. No, I'm, I'm sensing that. I'm sensing mm. a lack of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I just move, I move on from things. So what about what about Bath then? Because Bath, for me, in my head, is like the m- most nostalgic English town. Yeah, it's, it's very picturesque. Uh, yeah. 
like Roman baths. For those but that I, it's not like, I don't feel like I'm from. I don't feel like I'm from anywhere really. So I don't feel like I'm from there. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like everywhere I've ever lived, I'm like a visitor. Right. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I think it's quite common for someone who moves around and stuff. But, yeah, um, but like what? So you're like 16 years in Malaysia. Mm. Two years of yeah, but two years Brunei as well, mm. and then Bath. Yeah. And then London? Yeah. Like, yeah? Yeah. And I guess London's where I feel most at home, man. Right. Because I've sort of made a life here. Yeah. Um, but I have no sense of community or home or nostalgia. So I get very cold about other people's senses of community and home and nostalgia. Really? And I don't have any patience for it. When people are reminiscing, you're like... Ugh. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I, get, I find it very boring. And that's uh, interesting. Maybe at some at some on some level, I am envious. Yeah, but I, uh, and so like it is bled into my politics now that I'm basically becoming, I suppose, what people would call neoliberal, although that's quite meaningless. Um, <laughs> of just being, you know, about uh, the freedoms of the individual and right, and uh, I sort of reject identity politics and community because I've never had one and so I don't see the value of it. So you, you don't feel part of like any community? No, the comedy community is the closest I've felt to being part of community. Right. So not even like, because, you know, Malaysia, former colony, like Brunei and stuff, like it's all kind of British-y. Like you, you gone to Cambridge to the full arts? Like... Yeah, I feel quite British, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, but, that's what I would, if I was, if I was gun to my head, where's Phil Wang from? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, it's British. Yeah, British that's, that's not the same as Feeling part of... Feeling part of the uh, thing? Yeah. What about football? Like, your sports draw you in? Nope. No national nope. with football? I, I enjoyed watching England in the World Cup. Like, politics here? If, like, the, an election? Do you I, get I, riled I, I, up? I do. I'm quite a, I quite like politics, yeah. But do you I get, do. like... In, are you in, like, invested on, like, a... Oh, don't ruin our country? Yeah, a little. Not enough to, like, march anywhere. But I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I, I don't think I've ever missed... I think maybe I've missed one vote my entire time here. Dude, I'm, I think I'm about to miss my second vote. In Australia, it's compulsory, and I'm feel, I feel real bad. Do you have to vote from here? Yeah, I, but I didn't register as abroad. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't, like, this thing now saying this, I was going to see if I get, like, someone to just sneak in and vote as me in Australia, because there's no, like, they don't check anything. You just turn up, like, I'm Daniel Muggleton, and they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's <laughs> <laughs> cross you up. <laughs> Australia, very relaxed place. It's like, it's, it's $50 fine if you don't vote, uh, like, right? 20 20? 20, 25, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like mainly like a slap on the wrist being like, oi, people died for this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Like, it's not supposed to be I'm like not sure punitive. where I stand on compulsory voting. I feel like it's a good thing and then I, <coughs> I, I, I hear what people think and I go, oh, actually, maybe some people shouldn't vote. I mean, I, I think it's good. I think it's just like, because it just encourages... But it's not like it's, as a result, Australia has the best government in the world, is it? No. It's got the, one of the most uh, chaotic parliaments well, one, in the civilized world one thing that was very funny was that at university there was like we because i did law at uni and so we talk about like the government and like you know all that kind of law like constitutional law essentially even though we don't have con- anyway um and they said australia's political system is like one of the most stable like the way that we've got the governor general and the prime minister and the way that the house of parliament are drawn it's actually like in terms of a system, one of the most stable in the world. Right. And then this was in 2010. And since then, we've had like fucking six prime ministers. Yeah. Just, you wake up and there's a new one. You're like, oh, all right. 
And like, it's just, it's, it never used to be like this. Like it's, that's a very recent development that like, because if you don't know, Australia, we draw our prime minister, like it's not voted for by the people. Like it's not an independent executive. Like it is in America, like where you elect the president and then there's the house of Congress yeah, independently. Yeah, sure. It's like drawn from the house. So it's just like the house just decides who the prime minister is. Mm, so you mm. vote for your local member, yeah, majority like party. And then yeah, same yeah, as here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just recently, it's just been like opinion polling. We lost faith in the leader. So like, we'll just get a new leader. Okay. And everyone's so like, if anything, your democracy is working too effectively. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I, I, I blame the media. I just like saying that. I blame the media. <laughs> makes me seem more well-read than I am. <laughs> oh, I, what I didn't realize is that on top of Rupert Murdoch, who is Australian, Australia yes. has its own Rupert Mur- like smaller version of Rupert Murdoch. Who's that? I don't know. Like some fat, angry old guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they all are. Um, fat angry old guy. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, never mind. What, like James Packer? Nah, yeah. it wouldn't be that. He's like a casino guy. Okay. Alan Jones, radio guy? Does he own a lot of, is he a media mogul? He's not a media mogul. No, he's a media mogul. This guy who owns a bunch of papers. We got two models? Apparently. Interesting. Okay, maybe uh, I should have done my <laughs> research. Man, you're getting, you're getting, getting stitched up here by the Australian people. Think cooked is cool? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm cooked. <laughs> I'm one of the coolest blokes ever. And now we've got two media moguls. No, we don't. Don't be silly. Uh, so I was going to say, you went to Cambridge. Yeah. From Bath. Yeah. You went to, I like the, I looked up your school, Kingswood School. You like the name? I like, I like because uh, I, went, I went to a private school as well. And I always like the name of the old boys. I think that's like one of the funniest things because like they make it, they try to make it seem like, yeah, this is, this is a good name. Oh, so, so your school tried to sound older than it was? Yeah, well, just know the, the old boys, like the alumni. Like oh, those meetings, yeah. Where it's like, it's always like, yeah, it's a Trinity. That means you're an old Trinitarian. <laughs> and you're like, fucking catchy, dude. <laughs> What's your, is that your name of your school? Yeah, Trinity, yeah. Trinity. That's um, not, yeah, that's pretty uh, and you're, you're, an, you're an old Kingswoodian. Yeah, although I, 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 don't, I, I didn't really like that school very much. You didn't like it? Nah, no. Just so like you know, that they have included you on the Wikipedia for notable alumni. Have they? Yeah, you're on there, baby. Me and Tim Curry. I don't know Tim Curry. Who's Tim Curry? He's um, uh, he played. He's the guy, uh, the crossdresser in Little Shop of not Little Shop of Horrors. What's the other one? Um, Got nothing for you here. Horror show. Ugh, uh, oh, God's sake! <laughs> My fucking memory. I love that you're doing a Google. That's strong. Because uh, it will bother you. Did you ever watch you. the Wild Thornberries? Yes. He was the dad. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's a good get. Yeah, it's good. The, um, Dude, good get a few included on that list. Uh, Long John Silver in Muppet's Treasure Island. Wow. Uh, so he was like the main guy. Because I was going to say, like, they're notable alumni. It's like a bunch of people like historian, communist, veteran. Oh, he's it. In the original it. He's it? Yeah, he's it. Oh, wow. Uh, That's kind of Rocky creepy. Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror he's Picture Show. He's a cross guy in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good, good list to be on. The he old was in Little Mermaid. <laughs> on the series. Oh, yeah. I used to watch that series when I was a kid. Little Mermaid? Yeah. I think I watched it too. He's in Jimmy Neutron. Captain Planet? Was he Captain Planet? He was in, uh, he was in Captain Planet. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's in the Jumanji cartoon. Carmen San Diego? Whoa, he's in everything. Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> the Mask animated series? Yeah, I guess he did a lot of voice stuff. Yeah. yeah so it's me and Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry. Yeah. 
You're the you're the creative people out of the Kingswoodians. Yeah, I guess so. Man, that was like his credits are just like you like nineties kid like just like that's like crack for a nineties kid. Yeah, like, literally everything got a mention. Yeah. <laughs> everything you'd almost forgot about. You're like, fuck, Captain Planet, really? He's a voice of a childhood. Yeah. So okay, so you you didn't like the school too much. Did you like Bath though? How do you feel about Bath? Yeah, fine. Boring. Fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Fine. But I didn't feel part of it ever. I didn't feel part of... Right. Uh, like Cambridge. You feel part of Cambridge. I did, but only for the time you were there. I mean, as it should be the case. No, but you guys... I've, I've hung out with Pierre, your, your good friend. You guys yeah. fucking carry the Cambridge forever. What do you mean? It's like, it's, you know, it's like part of it, I think. It's like, it seems yeah. like a very defining experience. And I've been there and I've seen the shit and you're kind of like, oh, this, this would last. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been there for a while. Yeah. Um... This ain't a regular university. It's older than America, by some margin. That's weird. Uh, uh, and yeah, you feel like you survive something going through it, and you achieve <laughs> something, and you hold on to that. Yeah. And because the comedy in Cambridge is so good, uh, I right. got to you know practice a lot there. And... But do you feel like you survived going through Cambridge? Well, especially well, I had a very different. I studied engineering, which was very hard. Right. It was the hardest thing i've ever done i've lived a pretty easy life uh, <laughs> but yeah the engineering degree the cambridge engineering is very very difficult and so the relief i felt when i finished that and decided to go into comedy instead was <clears throat> palpable right so did you think you were going to go into comedy while you were studying engineering yeah so i won uh a student competition uh-huh in the middle of my degree and i got signed after that Whilst I'm oh, wow. still, so I kind of got a head start in a way. Did you finish the degree? Yeah, finished it. Four years, masters. Masters. Yeah, most Shit. most Cambridge engineers do four years and get a masters. Okay. Yeah. And there, was there ever any pull to engineering? Any, not ever any really. desire? No, not really. Uh, I I did like a couple of months at this structural design company, and uh, there was fine, but it was boring was that while you're at uni or after? yeah while i was there just like a little and internship type. yeah yeah like just a little industry experience and i was just like going and checking calculations that they didn't really need checked and then i'd go have a sandwich on a bench and this <laughs> horrible pigeon without a leg would come and make me feel gross and lose my appetite and then i go back and just rinse and repeat every day <laughs> and i was like I, the I same can't. pigeon same pigeon Fuck. It's yeah. like your spirit animal. <laughs> Just coming up being like, this isn't for you, Phil. Like a spirit. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe it's actually looking out for me. Yeah, I like it. I'm seeing, the, I'm seeing the positive here. I'm refusing to let non-nostalgic Phil Wang just traipse through. And maybe you're saying, stand on your own two feet, unlike me. Yeah. It's a deep mm. pigeon-based metaphor. Yeah. All the best metaphors, I think, <laughs> involve a pigeon or two. Yeah. Um, so that um, yeah so that was kind of spurred me into doing comedy just the the, the fear of engineering and the fear yeah, of that pigeon yeah the fear of routine and getting up early and yeah uh, I, I get bored so easily mm. so going to the same place every day I think I just yeah that'd be tough lose my mind yeah Cause that, yeah, I did, I did the lawyer. I never worked in it either. I was just like, nah. 
This seems bad. But I got the degree. Was it was it parental stuff? My parents were fucking just please finish the degree. Yeah, yeah. And Vina had to convince me to finish it. I I I was, you know, I was uh, very much aware of the sunk cost. Sure. And I wasn't going to throw away the hard work that I put in to get there. Yeah, right. Uh, and so, you know, I was so close, so I might as well finish it. And also just more uh, opportunity to sort of practice comedy in uni. So is that like, is the Footlights very nurturing? Like, is that... It depends on the year. Because I, I, you, you were the president. I was the president. You were the president. Is there, is there an election? Or is there like an uh, audition? The, it's like the Australian government. So, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so everyone in the Cambridge votes. Yeah. Uh, everyone uh, in the Footlights votes. So everyone in the Footlights committee ah. uh, uh, votes. And you apply to each other to be president or vice president or whatever. Sure. The, the, the rest of the committee decides between themselves. Is it, is it one term? You get one year as president? One year, yes. Okay. Was yeah. it your final year? It was my final year. Yeah, so you yeah. were finishing, doing a master's and being president. What are the, what are the duties of a president of an amateur comedy society? <laughs> uh, heavy. Heavy? A lot of international conferences. Nice. Uh, I had to go to the UN a lot. Really? Yeah, Brussels? Yeah. Get get some Brussels, some EU stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I had to um, uh, negotiate uh, an end to joke tariffs. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, like riff, riffing on politics, so easy. <laughs> yeah, I should read more. Yeah, no, fuck uh, that. I'm, I'm, I'm anti-reading. That's my new, my oh, new. Oh yeah, that's your new, new thing. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know enough about the things That'd I already know. That'd be a fun know. new activism. Imagine you became the face of not reading. Not reading. Hey, do you ever find words sleep-inducing? <laughs> do you ever think knowing stuff is kind of depressing? Join me, Daniel Muggleton. We will not read. We'll watch sports and speculate. Marching down. To parliament with all these blank signs <laughs> that is like all these pictures like yeah <laughs> pictures baby no caption <laughs> that's the vibe but no so did you had you done comedy stuff before you're in the footlights or was that your intro I you know, my first ever gig was at school in bath and at school one thing i do have to give kings the credit for is that they had a comedy night wait the king's school had a comedy night mm, kings school the drama teacher started a comedy night because he was in an improv group like in Bristol or something. Uh, and so he started an improv group among the drama students. I wasn't a drama student, but he put on, he put on this um, comedy night called Club Haha in the drama studio. Amazing. And he, and he advertised like, open, you can do five minute spots of stand-up. Yeah. And I went up and I asked to do one and I did one. Did, what, your material or... No, it was a lot material? of stolen... Uh, a lot of stolen Russell Peters jokes. Where Russell Peters? Yeah, I just changed I just changed Indian for Chinese and it kind of still worked. Yeah, because he would have hit Malaysia by then. Russell Peters. <laughs> oh yeah, he was huge. Yeah. He was some of the first stand-up... They started circulating him in Brunei. Because he was talking about Asians and all these different races exactly. and stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these... This mixed school obviously loved it because he was talking about all these different races. Yeah, and everyone's like, ah, oh, it's you! That's yeah. fucking you! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Uh, and so... And that was the first, like, Asian... Well, no, not really the first Asian I saw. But the first Asian I saw, like, on a huge platform doing stand-up like that. Yeah. And um, and so I stole a bunch of his gags and uh, a bunch of other gags from other comics. And, uh, and it went well. 
And then I realized that you're supposed to write your own stuff. So I wrote another set and did it in the next school show in, by in the big assembly hall with like a really big audience. Oh. And I wrote material about like the teachers and the students and everything. Yeah. And it went really well. And it went well. Uh, it went well. Holy and shit. Yeah. I've, I've never been able to do that set again, obviously. But <laughs> Gotta go to the old Kings Williams. It's still one of my faves. Really? Uh, do you have the material somewhere? Just like say it or do you just remember it? I think it'd be on an old computer. Wow. That's so funny. And just how many people are here? Like in the school assembly? Like, like a it thousand? It wasn't at assembly. It was on a special night, but I was in the hall. And I think it was full. It must have been, it must have been like 300 people or something. Wow. And you just went up. Mm-hmm. My God. I can't imagine anything more terrifying than that. Yeah. I mean, I could never do it now. <laughs> but that, that's the, that's just the gumption of youth, you know? The, yeah. Like you're just, you, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, and you're just like seventeen. Was everyone no like one's in, expecting anything of? Was everyone in like school uniform? Were you in school uniform? I don't think so. It was evening. Okay. But yeah, the boarders might have been. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's like a lectern. No, I think it's a stage and a mic. You just wandered around. You're just going up and down there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> Who has been talking about Mr. Perkins? Like, woo! <laughs> Fucking incredible. Yeah, he touched me. <laughs> he t- get off. <laughs> get off. <laughs> the truth will come out that my head of house they go to jail for having sex with one of the students oh yeah, yeah. in my school before I got there yeah this guy sued everyone got tied to a pole and shit or a student yeah he sued the other students yeah and the school for not looking after him yeah boarding house did you win oh yeah big oh. settlement really yeah wow oh yeah this is very public this was like when I was when I, when I was it was like yeah like you know everyone's yelling at me like gay school anaconda blah. Gay school anaconda. Yeah, it's like gay schools in rural gay because we went there and anaconda because that was the name of like the dildo they used on the dude. It they was put very, a dildo up him. Yeah, it was no. very public. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bloody hell. That was like two years before I went there. So all the guys who went to like the public school down the road, they knew. <laughs> and for you, public school is a state school. Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, when you say big settlement, how big? Because I could dig up some memories. <laughs> I, I, I mean makeup. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta wrap this thing up. But yeah, I, I would assume millions of dollars. <gasps> really? Yeah, dude. Like to not release the intimate details of it. Yeah. Wow. There's no way they wouldn't have coughed up millions. No way. This school had money, dude. Like, and they, millions. you know, yeah, would have been would have been big. All right, it's go time. Um, yes, I'm afraid it is it's okay i'm really sorry i think we've had we've had a good chat i think yeah i'm i'm proud because by the end of that you were genuinely reminiscing i think i got you there you reckon yeah you were thinking about the school thing i saw a smile on your face (laughs) and you were like fuck i remember that that was crazy (laughs) that's funny yeah so you start you started there and then just went to the footlights and then kind of grew yeah um was that was that a draw of going to Cambridge, the footlights? Or? Absolutely. I mean, that was one of the main reasons um, ah. I, I chose it. My mum would tell me about the footlights when I was a kid, and um, I was like, "Wow." Was she was she an alumni? Of she Cambridge? went to Cambridge. Went to um, my 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 college. Oh wow! It's uh, like proper legacy baby. A little, just the one though. Just the one. She was like the second year of women ever to go or something. Wow. To college, so it's really recent. Because your mum's a mum's an English English woman. Yeah, and your dad, dad's a Malaysian man. Dad's a Malaysian man. One thing I was gonna—I I totally forgot to ask this, but this is the weirdest note ever to end on. Yeah, 
Eurasian. Do people still say it? I was thinking about that today because like, I think that might be a very Australian thing. Like we would refer to you as Eurasian. Eura- I, I, yeah, I mean, specifically I am. Yeah. I am Eurasian. Yeah. But I say Asian just because it's less complicated. And um, I, was just, I was just like, because I was thinking, cause like, yeah, when I was in high school, like Eurasian, like that was it. That was like, that was like the term. That was like what you'd say, like, you know, half white, half Asian, Eurasian. Yeah, that's bang. what we'd say as well. And that, that's, the British people would say that as well. Okay, because I was just uh, wondering. No, no, sorry. In Malaysia, as we say that. Ah, well. in, what about... In Britain, I swear, people just aren't as interested, really. It was just strange, because it's so uniquely uh, an empire uh, um, result. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> result? <laughs> uniquely uh, an empire result. That is Phil Wang. All right. Anyway, thanks so much, Daniel. I'm sorry I got to yeah, rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I'm it. I'm going to go stretch my back out. Where can people find you? Um, at Mos Pilates in King's Cross. Nice. Um, otherwise, uh, <laughs> uh, Netflix, YouTube, all of, um, and Twitter. Oh, listen to the, um, me and Pierre's bud, uh, podcast, Bud Pod. Very first guest in this podcast, Pierre Novelli, P- uh, Phil Wang, Bud Pod every week. And just got to say cheers, mate. That's what you got to say. Cheers, mate. Fucking crushed it. Cheers, Phil Wang. Cooked it. That was my chat with the very funny Phil Wang. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Going from Malaysia, I guess kicking off in Stoke if you want to get technical, then to Malaysia, then to Brunei, then to Bath, then to Cambridge. Not really feeling any allegiance to any of those places. He reckons it's common. I don't know. Like I definitely, as I said, when I speak to Phil Wang, I see a British man, a man of the empire, but maybe that's just because he has a more English-sounding accent than me. I don't know. I can't be sure. But really interesting to chat to him. I still cannot believe that at school, like it would be like a private fancy school, which always has a small class size, and like everybody knows everybody. Like he did a stand-up comedy routine at the assembly in front of the teachers and the parents. That shit is mental. Like, I'm still kind of unsure about doing comedy at any given time. I'm like, it's weird that I do that. And I'm like 29. If I was 17, being like, hey, you've got a free platform to talk about whatever you want in front of the teachers and the parents. Jesus Christ. It just sounds like a prank. It sounds like someone's playing a prank on you. But maybe that's just my Australian sensibilities being like, that's how, that's how these things happen. Nobody succeeds in that situation. That is a certain death, let alone succeeds to the point where it kind of shapes their future career. Um, also really interesting to me about the Cambridge Footlights and like the fact that his mum kind of regaled him with tales of the Footlights as a boy. It'd be weird for me to like picture growing up and going to a certain university, like a really prestigious academic university. But the main thing that I'm excited about is about a co-curricular activity. Jesus. Anyway, Phil Wang, great chat, great dude. Definitely listen to his podcast with one of our favorites, Pierre Novelli. It is called The Bud Pod. It sounds like it's about weed, but it's not. It's two very smart fellas talking about very silly things. I highly recommend it. 
and jerk-offs. If you did enjoy the episode, please do subscribe to the channel. As you know, episodes here come out at random times, so it is good to have a device tell you when they drop. I'm sorry about the inconsistency, but that's just me as a person. And as always, if you enjoyed it, please throw us five stars on iTunes. It helps get more people involved in the podcast. Sorry about the audio quality. I'm off to go do some LA shit, like get a pilot deal or a holding deal or like write in a writer's room and eat in and out while drinking an iced coffee in a non-reusable cup. As always, Daniel Muggleton, it's been a pleasure. Catch you guys next week. Cheers.